Now we've got our church announcements out the way. Okay. Let us move to our guests. So glad you invited me to be here. I'm Kiara Harris. Hey. I don't care. Hello, Kiara Harris. <laughs> um, I'm going to read a short bio of Kiara Harris here. Kiara Harris is a social entrepreneur consulting on issues she cares about, health and wellness, women's empowerment, energy alternatives, co-housing, and social justice advocacy. Harris is co-founder of Sisters, Aging with Grace and Elegance, and has 30 years of experience in public and nonprofit agency communication, including cause, marketing, media relations, community outreach, and engagement. She has a BA in communications and an MA in public administration, public policy. Harris is also a a fiction writer. I didn't know that about you. In 2016, she completed her first novel, Room for Rent. Do you got a room for rent? No, no. Okay. Okay. (laughs) A story about about healing and second chances. Put your hands together for Kiara Kiara Harris. Kiara Harris. So, so awesome. So you have an event that's coming up. Okay. Good. So tell, tell, us, yeah, tell us about your event that you have coming up. Okay. Well, Sisters Aging with Grace and Elegance is having a Sacramento convening on Saturday, February 24th. We're going to be at the Family Life Center at St. Paul's Church, Dr. Ephraim Williams Family Life Center. That's 4036 14th Avenue okay. in Sacramento. Hope you can come out. That is going to be from 8.30 to 5. We have a full program of all kinds of information that's important for black women who want to age well. That is what we do at Sisters Aging with Grace and Elegance is to help all of us, all black women, learn and, and prepare to do the things they need to do to age well. The population throughout the country is getting older. In California, statistics say a thousand people every day are turning 65. Mm. Wow. Wow. And so this is going to continue for the next 17 years, according to a report from the California Commission on Aging. And so we're, we're thinking about ourselves. We're thinking about our mothers. We're thinking about our aunties. We're thinking about our grandmas. And we want, if, if, if people are living longer, and they are, we don't only, only want to live longer. We want to live well. We want to be healthy. We want to have enough money. to. We want our, our wealth span to be as long as our lifespan. We yep. don't want to outlive our money and certainly want to maintain our health throughout. So that's what we are doing. And, maintain, and maintain our elegance. And maintain our <laughs> That's right. We're aging with grace and elegance. <laughs> that's it's a right. beautiful thing. That's right. So what, what made you come up with this um, idea? This started as a conversation between myself and my girlfriend friend, probably in 2010, I was really, really sick. Sick, like people had to fly in from out of town. All my family lives on the East Coast to take care of me. Mm. I am not married. I didn't don't have kids, and neither did she. So we started thinking about, well, who's going to take care of us when we're old? We were in our 40s at the time. You know, I'm 45, and she's 43. It's like, well, this is happening to us now. What's going to happen 20, 30 years from now? Right. And we didn't have an answer for that. Right. Because the traditional support networks and safety nets really are no longer there in society. And so families live, again, like my family is all over the country. I don't have kids. And so we extended that conversation out to our girlfriends, and they were saying the same thing. It's like, well, we're living now, and we're healthy, and we're strong, but we don't have a plan for what's going to happen when we're 60, 65. 
So that was the birth of Sage. So our private conversation turned into our girlfriend's conversation, which turned into a community conversation, and that's where we are now. And you had an event already with with Sage, We've right? We've had yes. several events. We started in 2013 in Los Angeles, and then we had our event in Sacramento, which NCI <laughs> helped us to put on nice. in 2014. And so we're statewide. We have workshops in Oakland, Los Angeles, Sacramento. We hope to expand to the Inland Empire in Southern California mm-hmm. because this is important. We're trying to reach 10,000 black women across the state to help them thrive as we are older. Because yeah. that whole idea that once you pass 40, everything is downhill from there, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, we all know women who are 50, 60, 70, even 80. At the club. At the club. I ain't saying you got to be at the club. At the club, twerking. But if you want to be at the club, you, you should go. You should be the, able to go, right? You should be healthy enough right. to do that. You should yep. feel good about yourself. Mm. And you should have the money to go and live the way you want to live. And so, unfortunately, that is not the case. So while we were having these conversations, we started looking at some of the research and public policy agencies are planning for the older population because social services have to change. Mm. You know, all, you know, you have to account for the fact that the population is no longer majority white, mm. that there are, you know, Spanish speaking, there are Asian speaking populations and they're planning for that. But when I looked at the Public Policy Institute's report on aging in California, there was nothing about black women mm. and, and what our needs were. And so the fact of the matter is we have the worst outcomes. So this is a study from the California Commission on Aging, and it says that black women have the highest rate of poverty for those 65 years of age and older, 21%. In the state of California, a black women who are older 65 are living in poverty for a lot of reasons. And, mm. if, and if that wasn't enough of a problem, we are all, black women also have the highest racial disparity in health ratio and health outcomes of older women. So we have we have the worst outcomes, but there are no plans in any public policy documents that I have read so far, and I have, you know, testified before the Assembly Committee on Aging, and and they did a hearing on aging and the African-American population, and all of our statistics are just awful and off the chain, but nobody is proposing any solutions. Mm. So we decided to do what we needed to do to bring solutions for ourselves. If there's no public policy that's out there going to help us, we're going to have to do what black women always do. We do what we do to help ourselves. Yeah. So there was this one report called The Psychological and Economic Health of Older African Americans in California. And one thing really stood out to me. It said older African Americans are more likely than all other Californians to be separated, divorced, widowed, or never have to been have been married. This is 61% of older African Americans are not partnered compared with all other older Californians. And as a result, it says 65%. That's 61%. 61. 61% 61%. 61% of older African-Americans are not partnered. And so what that creates in terms of a psychosocial dynamic is the isolation and not being connected to community, not being connected necessarily to family. 
And those create all kind of problems. And so, and that was nationwide. That's California. This oh, that's California. Is California. All, this okay. is all California data that I'm I'm bringing yes. up. Mm. So we're 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 living alone, which creates isolation. That's mm. men and women. Yeah. Black women are living in poverty, and we have poor health outcomes due to you know all of the other health statistics and disparities that we also know about. Yeah. Whether it be um, from heart disease and cancers or Diabetes. High blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, all mm. these other health disparities that we're dealing with. And we're trying to reach women in their 40s yeah. so that, you know, you can start making these adjustments now so that by the time you become 65, 70, you're not dealing with those issues. You know, you want to mm-hmm. you want to start being healthy as early as possible. If we could start with women in their 30s, we would, but you know, they're still having their kids and raising their families, yeah. putting kids through college. They are not thinking about what's gonna happen when they're 60. <laughs> they should, though. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're all, I mean, if we're, uh, we all, yeah, we, we all, all should. Be thinking about it. I mean, yeah. because whatever age you are, your next birthday, you're gonna be a year older. Yeah, yeah. And, and it comes, and it comes like this. It comes like, you know, my mom used to always say, next thing you know, you're gonna look up, you can be 40. The, the next thing I knew, I looked up, I was 40. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, felt that same I was like, what the hell just happened to me? <laughs> it was terrible. So well, the question yeah. we ask of the women is, what are you doing today for the woman that you are going to be right. 15 or 20 years from now? Yep. I mean, are you eating the way you should be eating? Are you um, creating the kinds of health practices and social practices that are going to serve you when you're older? Mm. And so that's what our conferences are about. This conference we will have... Uh, someone from the Alzheimer's Association come in and talk about brain health. And, you know, reading is one of the things. If you read, if you're, you know, an avid reader, using your mind, using your brain, that's going to help you ward off some of those dementia and Alzheimer's situations that can come upon you. But if okay. you're just sitting and vegging in front of a television mm. through, for all of your free time, if you're not moving your body and you have no fitness and no exercise, you know, you if you are don't not, use it, you lose it, right? Right. You mm. are not doing the things that you could be doing to serve you later on. Mm. So today is all we really have in this moment, but we still have to be thinking about down the road. And so that's what that's what we are doing. Yeah, at you know, feel that. you know, I think also too uh, some things that 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 play into it is that we're always in survival mode, you know, all the time. Correct. And. You know, we get home and we just want to veg out because it's, it's a battle, right? The stress. The stress is real. <laughs> yeah, it's very real. And it's a battle day to day. And, and I know I go through it. You and know, the, and now they're saying that stress is even number one cause of death, too, for black for black. Yeah, big thing. got ulcers and high blood pressure. Yeah. And I mean, being black in America is a stressful. Is, <laughs> is, is a, a health factor, yeah. you know. An illness. And it, 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 it causes... Yeah. Illness yeah. because yeah. of the stress yeah. of being black here. There's yeah. no question about it. Yes, and and I, I'm glad you're having that because yes, our, our women um, do a lot of the heavy lifting in the community. You yeah. know, when it comes to community, and it's to teach them how to and have coping skills for that is is a, always a good thing. And so, black women, true, are always taking care. They're taking care of the family. Right. They're taking care of caregivers, in the community. Yeah. And what happens when they need some help? Right. That's the question we yeah. ask the women. Who is going to take care of you when you fall and break your leg and can't drive to work? And yeah, because they live in longer. You can't go to the grocery store. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. So who's, who, who are you thinking about? Who is going to be your support system? Yeah. What type of self-care practice do you have for yourself while yeah. you're taking care of your grandbabies, while you're taking care of your husband? Taking care of, you know, the people in the community. 
You got taking be, taking kids in, raising taking them. Kids in, and then also too, we are living longer. So you have kids taking care of their parents until they're hundred and something. Then you be like, you know, they be like, why don't you just die already? You know, <laughs> that's how they feel. But it's like they taking care of them longer instead of them, you know, living to about seventy. They living to about hundred. No, now. the fastest yeah. growing segment of the aging population is the one hundred plus. Is wow. that's the fastest yeah. growing wow. aging population? So yeah, we're gonna be taking care of our friends. We're gonna take care of they're parents. Be, yeah, they're gonna be. We're gonna be taking care of the neighbors. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're all living yeah. a lot longer. There, there goes your community right there. So, <laughs> so, so take care of yourself now mm. for later on. 107. Mm. Really, 107. Wow. Yeah, my grandmother lived to be 95. Her sister was 102, and the last sister that passed was 90. So you got them longer. So yes, I would I would really encourage anyone that's listening to tell their girlfriends, tell their moms, tell any black woman you know to come on out yeah. to celebrating the aging journey. That's what we're calling it because you know, we get to live longer. What we want to do is live better. And again, that is Saturday, February twenty fourth, eight thirty to five o'clock, Efren Williams Family Life Center. In, in uh, 4036 14th Avenue. Uh, tickets are on Eventbrite. <laughs> but let's go to Facebook. You're on your Facebook. Right? Oh, yeah. Go to go to Facebook. Sister, Sisters Aging. Sisters Aging with Grace and Elegance. With Grace and Ele- Elegance on Facebook. Go there and check that Facebook page out. All the information is there. Yes. And we're going to be put it, we're going to put it in the show notes and um, and people can just click on there, click on the links and then go there as well. Okay. So that would be very cool. Yeah. So what kind of programs do you do during your events? Yeah. So uh, okay, so at this point, I know you said the all, you're going to have the Alzheimer's uh, so Association will, this time, but we're going to have um, a financial planner, Renata Williams, be there. Will be there as our keynote to go over finance, financial planning, both saving and investing. We're going to have Teresa Joffrey, who is an, an attorney here, who's going to talk about wills and estates and trust, because actually anyone who owns a home needs to have their home in a trust. Yeah. And so many people die. What is that? What is a trust? A living trust is a is a doc is a legal document where you put all of your assets and you can dictate what happens to them after your death. Oh, okay. So that doesn't go to probate. Go to the state so, or whatever. Is, yeah. yeah. So, so the assets that you accumulate. Is that different your from a um, will? Yes, it is different than a will. You can have a will as and part of your estate documents, but it is very different. Mm. So I want I would like the women to come to really hear about from this attorney because of course I'm not an expert in that. Mm. But those are things that we want people to take care of. Because Prince died, he did not have all of the all of that money, all of that assets, all of his music. Yep. He had no documents to say wow. who these things should go to. Yeah. And if you work your whole life, your your parents work. You want to leave that legacy behind. You, you mm. want you want to dictate where your assets go. You okay. don't want to return back to the state of California. Yeah, because if you die without any paperwork, then the state gets a really? large portion of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then your family is tied up in craziness dealing with the courts and the state. Trying to trying, get their share. Trying, trying to get what you probably Not wanted. Just trying to get... Any of it. Right. Right. So definitely we talk about estate planning and trust pretty much on a regular basis because it's that important because it is something that we as a people 
are not doing enough of. Yeah. It, it, that is That's very true. true. That that goes into building, you know, generational wealth, wealth as well. Wealth. It's like, oh, if you if you financially um, astute, then you're like, okay, I can pass on th- my wealth to my kids, and they pass it on to their kids. Right. And, mm. Any asset. I mean, yeah. if you yeah. own a house, if yeah. you have bank accounts, yep. these things yep. need to be in, need to in a trust. So, yep. your artwork. Uh, yeah. Your life, <laughs> basically. You need to, and we're yep. gonna we're gonna focus a lot on medical directives at this conference because the other thing is, if you get sick and you're in the hospital, you're unconscious. Who has the right to tell the doctor what they can and cannot do? That's true. Yeah. Right. Who have you authorized? What body parts can they take out of you? Right. Who mm-hmm. have you authorized to make those decisions on your behalf? Mm-hmm. And have have the people in this room. We don't have anybody that's designated yeah. to do that on our behalf. So no power of attorney. Yeah. No power of attorney. No mm-hmm. medical power of attorney. No medical no directives. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no DORs and these kind of things. So we're going to focus on that because this is this is what we have to be concerned about as we are getting older. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, so actually we should have these things right now. You shouldn't wait till you're older. Today is the day to get it done. Kiara, it's kind of funny that you point that because, yeah, a lot of black people don't see, they know of mortality, but they're never ready for mortality. So it's like one of those things that... Well, it's bad luck, right? It's bad luck to to think about it. You feel, they feel, you know, they're like, yeah, have faith. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, you need to everyone everyone alive today may not be tomorrow. Yeah. We don't know. That's no, not, not our that's not for us to know. No one knows the day or the hour. So you should, you need to be ready. If you have children in particular, you want them to have your assets. If you want somebody, if you don't want to have life support, you need to write that down because they will put every plug and machine in you and take as much money as they can from you if you don't direct them not to. Mm, so yeah. these are things that these are the kinds of conversations and decisions that we are encouraging black women to make now. So those are the things that will happen yeah, at the so, conference. So you're kind of making them think about which kids will get some. <laughs> a lot of times you got that, well, I got Evan's good, but I don't know about Daryl. He's, he's going back and forth to jail. I don't know about don't know how Well, yeah, well, you him. and your attorney would make those decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and you have leeway. See, while you well, are, I talked to mama right before she died, and she right. told me. See, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. All, all that. Yeah. I talked to mama before she died. She said she wanted me to have. No, yeah. if it's not in writing, yeah. Then your whole true. family is a mess and yeah. in conflict after and that. Pro- going, yeah. you, you, you never want to get a probate department involved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so those are some of the things that will happen at the conference. And, it's you know, we do it fun. We have games that we play That's to good. come up with these kinds of things because it's heavy. It's it heavy conversation. Heavy. <laughs> but we do it so that it's fun and it's engaging and we're building sisterhood along the way. Okay. And and you're right. Uh, people of women of all ages should a- attend this because you you really don't know. I, I I had a cousin who died last year at the age of 45 from a heart attack. Mm. Oh. Luckily, he had been in the military, so so because of that, he had his documents in order. Mm-hmm. But had he not been, you know, a lot of times those documents aren't anywhere. Right, because the military makes you have that. Makes stuff you have in that order. stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, in one of my incarcerations, I uh, I, I, I worked. Not incarcerated. 
Incarnation. 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 Okay. I worked at the uh, Department of Health and Human Services, and I worked in the probate department. Oh, wow. So you, you have firsthand knowledge. Yeah, so you do knowledge. not want the probate department in your business. Okay. So uh, she's giving you sage advice. As sage advice from, from the sage founders. So come on to the sage event. Our website is www.sagesister.org. That's right. Okay. And that's sister. 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 A H T A H. Let's not get it confused. Right, right, right. Not sisters. Not sisters. Sister. Yes, everybody put your hands together for Kiara. Kiara. Okay. Did I say your name right? The last time. Thank you three times, you. but you got it. I'll take it. All right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Please go out to there to her event. That'd be very cool.